From Content360, this is the state of client acquisition. Hey there. So in today's episode of the State of Client Acquisition podcast, I'm going to explain why the quest for passive income may actually be a death verdict for your consulting business. And I hope that this will help you to make the right decision on how you want to package up your service. So sometimes we as seasoned professionals, we just want to see the money coming in, right? We want to ideally monetize our skills, our knowledge in a way that is, you know, we can just lean back and money's coming in while we sleep. Now it's perfectly understandable, but in many cases, it really could be the wrong and premature route to take. And I'll illustrate this idea with an experience I had recently with a new client who came in for a one-off session. Somebody whose story I will share here with a couple of identifying details removed. So this guy, let's call him John. He's an expert in his field, very good at what he does. And he's been in his domain for almost 20 years now. He's been doing this as an employee. And the fact that he's an employee is actually going to be important later on. Also, he's had a couple of clients on the side. And the way how so far he's been delivering his service is he's doing first an initial consultation with his client where he asks a bunch of in-depth questions. Then there's some homework for the client. And then there's a second consultation when John gives his recommendations and the client goes off on their merry way. And John came to me because he wanted to stop doing this one-to-one work. He just wants something scalable, where ideally where he delivers a course, something for $100, landing page, course, people get their value from learning something from the videos that he does, and boom, off they go. And I asked John one key question that for me was the most important one. And that was, how many of your private clients have actually gotten their problem solved via this two-step consultation. And John thought hard about this and said, well, probably around like 10%. He's had only like just over 10 clients and maybe like one to two of them got got their uh, problem solved. And so I asked him, like, why do you think that is? And he said, well, it's a pretty complex problem, right? It's, It's in two sessions, unlikely that you will actually find the real root cause of the problem and then you cannot really treat the issue. And so often there's very structural problems that are at the bottom of the pain and many people don't even realize it and so on. So it's it's messy. It's a complex problem. That's why he's very good at what he does. So I asked him, well, based on his experience, if he got 100 clients and he would be able to work with them for a year, how many of their problems or uh, how many of them could he help in a period of a year? And he said, probably about 70. So I asked him, how likely is it that if he created a course for $100, how many people's problems would he be able to solve then? And he said, probably even less than the 10% that I have now. And actually, moreover, we realized this, that even some people could take the wrong lessons away from the course. If there's no intervention from the professionals, then the person could actually learn something wrong from the course and do something that is detrimental for them. So to me, my conclusion was, well, this means that the only way to deliver reliably the client a good result is by working with them in depth, one-on-one for several months, if not for a year, because a success rate of 70% is pretty good. Ideally, you want to get to more, but life is messy. So 70% success rate is pretty good. 
And well, here it now gets really interesting because John then told me, yeah, I don't really want to do this one-on-one -on -one work. I do this already in my day job. I don't want to do even more of that. And so I was thinking, well, let me ask you a question, John. How likely are you going to succeed with a business where your product has a less than 10% success rate and may actually worsen the results for your clients? How likely is that going to happen? It's impossible. You will never get a critical volume of happy client testimonials. You will barely ever get any referrals, if any. And you won't build a personal brand because people will walk away from your course feeling either you know going down a wrong route, not doing anything, which will not also not trigger any happy feelings, or they will do something and they will not get results. So it's like overall a bad experience. And all of that is due to a lack of client centricity. John is really hyper-focused on what he wants and not on what delivers the best results for his client. The nature of his work is that it is really just complex. It cannot be solved with a two-session consultation. So you cannot force this square peg of complexity into a round hole of a little $100 course. It's simply a wrong route to take. And yes, I can imagine that maybe there's some kind of like an innovation potential in this market that is like a once in a century. Sure, he could solve his client problems just by applying this magic. But that is like in the domain of, you know, once in a generation people like Steve Jobs or Elon Musk, right? It is not the case or easy for mere mortals to do. So for the time being, it's it's better to accept what it is and act accordingly. And if we insist on doing things our way, we will fail because we're just going against the law of the client results being first. And now here's a key factor in all of this. Well, John is not just an employee. He's an employee of the state. He's a government employee. And in his role, he is not accountable for client results. Sure, he's motivated. He wants to get his client results, but he's not being evaluated on whether he gets his client results. And it will take a lot to unprogram himself from two decades of just effectively applying his knowledge to his best effort, but not really being focused on the client results. Imagine how long that he's been hammered into his head for 20 years. How long will it take to unprogram that and to really get into client results mode. And to John's full credit, he was completely on board when I told him that. But even in the middle of our conversation, he still went back to, oh, yeah, I know, but I would really prefer to do a passive income model. And I'm thinking, see, this thing is, keeps coming back to you. You accept it on the surface. You say, yes, indeed, I need to be more client-centric. I need to focus on client results. But then in the next sentence, he says, yeah, but I would prefer to do it in this scalable way. And that just won't work. And this is just to illustrate how much it takes to deprogram yourself from a lifetime of not being accountable for client results. Right? And that's why also very often many employees have a hard time, much more so even government employees, have a hard time getting into running their own business, being a solo consultant, solopreneur of any kind, because this stuff is hard. It's hard to get into this mindset of putting the client first. You know, so final point here, you now may say that, okay, doing a low ticket course might not solve the problem, but it would be a good 
onboarding method. It could be like a first rung on the value ladder for John services. You sell them a $100 course, and in the course, they become aware that there's much more to it. They do get some value, but you can then inside the course suggest to them that they will they should sign up to your premium services. Now, it's a good model, absolutely, but it would take quite a lot for John to learn because you have to be good at at least two things to sell a high volume, low ticket product. You need to be able to drive traffic to your landing page and the landing page needs to be written really well. So traffic acquisition and copywriting needs to be superb to make a full-time living of something like this. And that is not in John's wheelhouse at all. He doesn't have any experiences in this. Yet he is sort of very strongly inclined to start doing this. And yeah, sure, he could learn it. But how long would this take, right? Especially given that he does not yet have any strong client testimonials. But what does John already have right now is he has experience acquiring strangers into his two-session consultation. So he's doing that already. All he would need to do is to maybe adjust his messaging so that he does not he does not awaken people's expectation that their problem will be solved in two sessions. And number two, he needs to run his sales calls differently. Right? He needs to manage people's expectations in a better way, and he needs to present to them that it will take them longer to get to that result. Simple expectation management. That is something that is just a tweak to what he's already doing. He could effectively give, get himself a three, five, maybe even $10,000 client because it's a complex problem to solve and definitely worth that much money to solving that. The customer pain is big enough that if you told somebody who has the money, if I could solve that problem for you, is this worth $10,000? They would say yes. Because this is the, the case, all you would need to do is tweak his existing methodology and he gets himself five or 10K clients. However, what would it take to get five or 10K via his low ticket course? He would have to build a great landing page and he would need to drive at least 10,000 visitors to that landing page. And that's relevant visitors. So you need to know how to do targeting on, on ads or you need to be phenomenally good on organic content, which would take many, many months, if not years to get there, right? So that's just a huge, a really long learning curve to do, to move from high ticket, low volume to the opposite, to high volume and low ticket, right? So that is absolutely not in, in John's wheelhouse. And I'm not saying that he should never have his $100 course ever, of course, but to get started with this, it's really important that he has those client testimonials, that he's really understood the pains and problems of his existing clients. He has delivered them results. He has at least 10 raving client testimonials, which then he can leverage to build this lowest rung of the ladder to then onboard his clients into his solutions. And uh, all of that, all of that problem comes from John prioritizing his preferences over what his clients need right and this is um, absolutely i don't want to um say anything negative about john of course he took my feedback very seriously and i really had the feeling that he sunk in but that that the feedback sunk in what this goes to show is that how difficult it sometimes is to apply abstract notions into a specific life situation i i'm 100 sure that if you ask john abstractly 
How important are client results? Well, of course, super important. But then when you're in the fray, applying this principle, this overarching principle to your specific situation, you can easily get lost in, yeah, but what do I want for myself? What do I want my lifestyle to be? And so on. Well, if you prioritize your own lifestyle, your own preferences over the client's results, you will never be successful with your business. So main takeaways, point number one, focus on your client's results and not on how you prefer to deliver your service. Number two, don't try to monetize your skill before you've had some serious proof in the market, a solid roster of clients who are you know, singing your praises. And number three, if so far you've only had background in low volume, high ticket selling, as most consultants have, just be aware of how much it takes to move from this into a low ticket, high volume sale. It's a lot. I'm not saying it's impossible, but just be mindful of how much work will be required from you to actually get to that point. It'll get you there, but it'll take you quite a bit of time to succeed. Okay, hope this was useful. I see you next time. The State of Client Acquisition is a Content360 production. Music by Gavin Knox Grand. To sign up for alerts and to submit written and audio questions, go to stateofclientacquisition.com. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Long ride to California